Welcome to Generation Ag, a podcast for the future of agriculture. I'm Kayla. And I'm Lavinia. And we're a couple of young Aggies passionate about celebrating our industry and sharing the stories of people who work in it. Hello and welcome back to Generation Ag. It is Kayla here today. I hope you're all having a wonderful week and have had a beautiful weekend if you're listening to this on a Monday. I have got a lovely episode for you today. Let's get straight into the introductions. Chloe Rout's interest in agriculture and the environment stemmed from helping her parents on the family farm in Gardner, Western Australia. However, it wasn't until after she began her undergraduate degree at the University of Western Australia in 2019 that she decided to pursue a career in the industry. Specifically, Chloe saw a career in agriculture as a potential avenue to use the knowledge she'd learned during her environmental and agricultural science degree to help farmers with some of the challenges her parents had faced while also caring for the land. In 2021, Chloe undertook a summer research internship with the CSIRO, which focused on exploring the effect of temperature and moisture stress on canola germination. This experience led her to completing her honours in agricultural science in 2022, also looking at canola, with the aim of aiding growers with the decision around reseeding. More recently, Chloe had the opportunity to share her honours research as a finalist in the Young Professionals of Agriculture Forum held at UWA. Currently, Chloe is a graduate research agronomist with Living Farm in York in Western Australia, where she enjoys working with grower groups and continuing to explore the issue of canola establishment in the Western Australian farming system. Here's Chloe. Chloe, welcome to the Generation Ag Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? Oh, I'm great, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> Whereabouts are you right now? Uh, I'm in York at the moment, so in WA if anyone doesn't know where that is, but yeah. <laughs> Beautiful part of the world. Chloe, start us off and tell us who are you and what is your connection to agriculture? Uh, yeah, so my name's Chloe and my connection to agriculture, I guess, is that I'm currently working as a grad research agronomist at Living Farm. Um, I've also always been involved in ag. I grew up on a farm um, in the Great Southern, uh, Southwest, and yeah, just happened to end up in it and I'm loving it at the moment. That's wonderful. Chloe, tell us a bit more about uh, your childhood and growing up on a farm. What was that like? Uh, yeah, so my parents had a sheep and grain farm. So my parents have both been farming or my family's been farming for a few generations now. And so I really, really love growing up on a little farm down in Gardner. So, yeah, we used to have a couple of sheep and also did a bit of cropping. We didn't have a huge farm, but it was big enough to keep us busy. Um, and, yeah, I just really enjoyed growing up in a small community and getting to really get to know what ag is and, I don't know. Yeah, it's been really good. Yeah. And if people are unfamiliar with where Gardner might be located, do you want to give us a bit of a sort of a geographic uh, idea? Yeah, yeah. So Gardner's located, uh, if everyone knows where Perth is, it's about six and a half hours south of Perth on the south coast near Bremer Bay, if anyone's heard that, where they have the orcas, about 45 minutes from there. 
Um, it's a beautiful little place, just, uh, yeah, <laughs> little country town. It was nice being close to the beach, going to the beach on the weekends. But, yeah, if that helps anyone out. <laughs> yeah. And were you involved on the farm sort of, um, I mean, obviously when you're young you kind of pitch in and help out wherever, but did you sort of have more of an active role as you got older? Um, yeah, pretty much every holiday I spent working on the farm up until my last year of high school. Um, yeah, I was just always out helping my dad with the sheep or didn't have too much to do with the cropping side. It was mainly just doing sheep work, like helping move sheep in the yards, shearing, all that sort of fun stuff. And I did really love it. It was a great way to grow up, I think. Yeah, ideal. So did you, at that time, did you imagine that agriculture was where you were going to end up? Uh, no, so I haven't really had actually a straight path into agriculture. I, since as long as I can remember, I wanted to be an archaeologist, funny enough. Um, wow. And then, yeah, so <laughs> I started off wanting to be an archaeologist for, as yeah, from when I was really little. And then um, I took a gap year after I finished high school just to try and have another think and see if I still want to do that. And on that gap year, I uh, decided that I actually wanted to go into enviroscience and more geology. So that's what I did at my first year of university. And then at the end of that, I decided I didn't actually, I loved rocks, but I didn't love rocks as much as learning about the shearing forces of them. And I ended up coming back to ag and I've really enjoyed it since then. That's really interesting. So on your gap year, what were you doing at that time? Did you have exposure at that time to something that made you think you wanted to go down that sort of environmental ge- um, geology route? Um, so I worked at the Bremer pub for six months at the start of it and then I took a working holiday over in Japan for six months and in that time I worked on a tiny little island off Tokyo and um, it was a volcanic island. It was just like it was so nice being involved in such a small community but in a different culture and the family I was living with were really environmentally and like outdoorsy. And so like we went camping, I was just outdoors all the time. They had really interesting geology there, obviously being volcanic. And so that really just spiked my interest and made me want to explore it more. What a fascinating gap year. I um we hear it all the time on this podcast. You're not the first and you definitely won't be the last to talk about how life-changing a gap year can be. And then so you started at university, was that at UWA? Yes, I went to, yeah, UWA. I did my whole degree there and I, yeah, really enjoyed it. It was really good. And then so you're doing your environmental science and geology and then, you know, it sort of smacks you in the face that um, maybe agriculture might be more aligned with what you enjoy. What was that transition like from sort of that environmental geology and then moving into ag science? It was honestly really easy at UWA since the first year units are very um, broad. So I was actually able to take some of those units I already did. So I kept Enviroscience as a first major and then just switched into Ag as my second major. And I found those two degrees really, um, there's a lot of crossover in them. They had like, because we did, for example, my Enviroscience sort of area, we did field trips to the UWA Future Farm. And so that just made me more interested of um, where this environmental science meets, like the whole climate system, how it all comes together and farming. And I felt like ag was a really good way that I could enjoy both those environmental aspects, like how can we use the climate and the environment to our advantage and how can we care for it, but also in like a practical way through agriculture, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad to hear that. 
um, it's just the best when you hear about young people, you know, with this passion for the environment, finding that they really can marry that passion with agriculture. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's yeah, it's such an interesting sphere, and I think it's definitely become a lot, lot bigger in recent years, and it will continue to be. And so, yeah, I'm just really excited about it. And so, you did a, a degree, undergrad degree with honors. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a bit about your honors project? Uh, yeah, so my honours project was looking at, well, I really wanted to answer, I had done a little bit of work at CSIRO as a summer research project in canola. I know there's been a lot of topical discussion recently about canola and its poor establishment, particularly in bad seasons. So I want to look at the question of if you have a crop failure or if you have, if you grow a hybrid canola, um, is it better to just let the crop compensate? Really interesting how it grows because it can actually adapt to a bad environment and it will grow bigger and it's, um, yeah, really good at adapting to different climates. So I want you to look at, well, if you do have a crop failure, if not much comes up, is it better to leave that crop to grow or is it better to actually reseed? So sow another crop over the top with canola and see if that helps. Um, and it was a really interesting project. I really wanted it to have... Um, be really aimed at growers and trying to answer this question for them. Um, and, yeah, it was a really interesting project and we got some really, really, really good results. So I was very excited about it. But, yeah, it was a really good year. Yeah, some really good results. So um, it's so interesting. So you weren't involved a lot in the grain side of the farm at home, but now you're sort of you're, you've done your research on canola. I know. It's such a funny pivot. It's really It really all came about... Um, when I got that um, summer internship at CSIRO and that was working on, we had lots of different, the um, in the Braska family, like relatives of canola and we were looking for genes to improve um, temperature and moisture tolerance or stress tolerance. And that just got me really interested in the cropping side because it wasn't something I potentially considered before, but I feel like it's a easy way into agri, well, not an easy way, but a, uh, part of agriculture where you can get into and really make a difference quite fast, which I think is really awesome. Um, and so that really spiked my interest in, in cropping systems. And then, yeah, that's <laughs> how it went. And did you sort of when you started out your university journey, I mean, everyone goes into their undergrad with all sorts of weird and wonderful ideas about what their career is going to look like. When you started ag science and environmental science, did you sort of picture yourself going down a bit of a research pathway or had you pictured yourself doing, I suppose, something more um, or getting out into the workforce fairly quickly and, and having a more practical experience, I suppose? Um, I had not imagined myself enjoying research as much as I did. Like I think I had such this perception of research as something that typically old men did in laboratories and high university level and I didn't really understand how to get there or I didn't consider myself like smart enough to get there and I actually was lucky enough to be nominated to go to Sydney for um it's called the ANZ Wines Y School and it's where they have one student representative from each university in Australia New Zealand um meet and it's about supporting young women getting excited about research and getting into science I think that honestly really gave me the confidence and like inspired me sort of to go down this research like pathway and explore it. And I also had some great lecturers and support from the academic staff that encouraged me to get into research. So, yeah, it was a really awesome experience actually and I'm hoping to continue down into research. I'm really enjoying it. 
Ah, well, that was actually a question I was going to ask you a little bit down the line, but I suppose since we've sort of segued there, what do you see yourself doing in the future? Oh, that's really hard because I don't know yet. <laughs> um, I'm honestly, I'm really enjoying my job at the moment. I think long-term goal is I would actually like to go after a PhD maybe if the right opportunity came. But, yeah, I'm just taking as I come, trying to say yes to as many things as I can, try different things and, you know, just see where life takes me a little bit. As long as I'm enjoying what I'm doing and feeling like I'm making a difference, I'm quite happy. But, yeah, I can see myself in ag, just not sure where. <laughs> You are currently working as a graduate research agronomist, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell us tell us about that. What's What's been the transition like from university to going to working as a grad research agronomist? Um, I was pretty lucky because the company I'm working for actually funded the trial for my honours project. So I was also working part-time for them while I was doing my honours. Um, so I found the transition quite easy I guess like I find the job really interesting where it's variable and it's challenging I find that really appealing in a job where I feel like I'm being challenged but it's really like you get a lot you feel really happy when you achieve your goals and the current project I'm working on I get to work with lots of grower groups around um, Western Australia and so I just really love getting to interact with growers find out what are their issues and how we're running trials to try and help them figure out how how we can overcome these challenges like I just yeah absolutely love it for maybe some of our younger listeners who are listening to this maybe as a, a I suppose a potential model for what they want to do with their career could you explain to us a bit about the difference between yeah sort of working as I suppose not a normal agronomist and a research agronomist um yeah so I think the main difference is um we kind of in that into we kind of have this role where we're intermediate between high level research and actually trying it out um, before it gets like to farm. So like even if it's testing new herbicides, testing new application methods, while I, I feel um, regular agronomists, they normally are there on farm helping individual farmers with, with their issues where we're more of like a broad scale trying new things before it comes out to market or um, that intermediate being high level research and um and farming where that that mid space if that makes sense I'm sorry I'm not explaining it the best I can that's all good no worries um you Chloe you're recently part of the young professionals in agriculture forum at UWA could you tell us about that Ah, uh, yeah so that was just uh um this great opportunity where after you finish your honors or masters you can enter your research in this um, competition and you go up against a lot of students and um, it's really just awesome to see different research being showcased in the agriculture environmental science sphere Um, and like even on the day it was just awesome hearing from particularly that was four other young women who made it to finals that was really awesome to see and see the different breadths of their research like Georgia who's working in the sheep sheep sphere for her masters but yeah it's just a competition for young graduates to compete and see if they can get their research out there and it's a really awesome opportunity. I think you're uh, maybe underselling a little bit it's a pretty cool <laughs> forum in terms of um, the people that you get to present your research to right? Yes yes it is there was a lot of cool people there um, yeah it's run through the Institute of Agriculture and um, they had they send the invite out to lots of different people and um, yeah it was awesome. <laughs> Well, but, congratulations on the opportunity to present. Um, it's such a different thing, I suppose, when you've been working in research and then also you've been, you know, doing research for your 
your studies, but then you get um, thrust up on a stage and and get to talk publicly about it. So it must be a pretty cool feeling. Yeah, it was really awesome. It made it not the research feel more, um, I don't know, more valuable, but it did make the whole experience more valuable, being able to share it with someone and it makes you feel, I don't know, validated <laughs> that what you're doing can have an impact and being able to share that with people was really, really cool. Absolutely. And four young women, did you say? Yes, yes. Yeah. Wow. What a great thing. That's fantastic. So, um, yeah, hats off to UWA on the young women scientists that are coming up. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Very awesome stuff to see. So, Chloe, talk to us about um, what a day in the life is like for you. <laughs> uh, my day to life, my day in the life varies all the time. So sometimes I'm in the office writing reports or doing planning or the other 60% of my time I'm out in the paddock, which I really love, either pegging trials, helping out with seeding or talking to farmers, going to grower group meetings. Yeah, it's just awesome. I like how variable it is. Pretty cool. And whereabouts are you based? So I'm based at Living Farm in York, which is about 115 k's of Perth in case anyone needs some um, help with finding where that is. Um, we're just a little rural town out here, but I really love being part of the community. And I have only just moved here, but there is a lot of other young grads in the area, which makes the transition a lot easier, I think. So you've obviously spent the last sort of four or so years living in Perth, doing your studies. How's the transition back to rural living been? Honestly, I've loved it. Um, a lot of my other friends I've had since high school and we all went to university at the same time. They've also, you know, become Aggies or moved out to the rural areas. So we still come to Perth and come together on the weekends. But yeah, I honestly love coming back to the rural community. There's something just about it, especially like, you know, getting involved in sports and you knowing everyone when you see them on the street. It's just such a friendly atmosphere and I found it really welcoming. So I haven't found it too hard, to be honest. And York is lovely, really. Yeah. Quite a special It's a beautiful place. town. Yeah. Yeah. And, Chloe, after everything we've sort of talked about today and, you know, your past so far, what excites you the most about the future of agriculture? Um, I think the fact that it's expanding so fast and that we're seeing new inv- innovation all the time and that there's, like, we can really start, like, I really hope that, soon we start getting more people from different backgrounds involved because I think that's a really important thing is having a diverse range of backgrounds working in agriculture, whether from tech or like engineering, um, like even, yeah, anyone from anywhere can find a place in ag, I think, and I think that's a really exciting thing going forward is how can we use all this different information perspective to help innovate and, you know, push our yields and help improve the sustainability of our farming systems. But I think it's a really exciting um, industry to be working in. If you could give yourself some advice, younger Chloe, maybe first year uni Chloe, what advice would you give her? Um, I think I would say not to stress too much if I don't know what I want to do yet. Like if you don't know what you want to do, it's fine. You've got plenty of time to figure it out. And also just to say yes to everything. So any opportunity you get, just don't think about it. Just say yes and give it a go because you never know. You might make it through. You might get that scholarship. You might get to travel overseas or something. So I think that's what I suggest. Like don't stress too much. It's going to turn out fine. And just say yes to everything. Chloe, I just want to ask you, you know, what's been your sort of proudest moment along the journey so far? 
Um, I don't know. I've been making some goals I didn't think I had recently. Like last year I got valedictorian, so that was a really, really awesome experience and something wow. I didn't ever expect to, <laughs> expect to achieve. It was it just came completely out of the blue for me, so that was pretty awesome. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's been a really cool couple of years and I think even just finishing my honours, just pressing that submit button was also <laughs> a really cool moment because I was like, oh, it's all over, it's all done, and it was just great, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, Chloe, have you had any um, great mentors, people you've worked with along the way that you'd personally like to mention? Oh, yes, I've had so many. So definitely Dr. Ken Flower from UWA. He was really, really, he was my university, um, one of my honours supervisors. And even just leading up to my honours, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do it. And so <laughs> he was there and he was like, yeah, I reckon you should. So I did. And then, of course, Living Farm, particularly Dr. Andrew Warrett, um, for also pushing me in that direction. It was awesome. And I guess also, of course, my parents, because they're always there to support me. So, yeah, family and friends. It's been, yeah. I think that's the important thing is just surround people who support you and, you know, help you achieve your goals. It's the main thing. Absolutely. Well, I think that's a beautiful place to wrap it up. Chloe, before we go, um, if we've got any of our listeners want to learn more about you or your story or want to maybe reach out and ask you some questions, how can they do that? Um, I do have Twitter, though I'm not a prolific user. <laughs> I'm trying to be better. Um, and that's just at Chloe and Ag. And then I'm also on Instagram. It's just Chloe under dash route. If you want to reach me, feel free. Beauty. Chloe, well done. Uh, Thank you so much for your time today. And congratulations on your spot as a finalist in that forum and everything you're going to go on to achieve from here on out. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. I hope I did okay. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Generation Ag. We hope you loved it. If you did, don't forget to visit our guest bios page on our website where you can get all of their contact information. And if you have an idea for another guest in the future or a story that you want to hear, you can get in touch with us via our email, which is hello at generationag.com.au. Don't forget to follow us on our socials at generation.ag. That's Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. And if you've loved this episode as well, you can share it with your friends on your socials and make sure to subscribe to us on the podcast app and leave us a review because that all really helps as well. Thanks, guys. Bye.